Ladies and gentlemen, I'm full of optimism. Einstein's theory of relativity. And we're still seeing it quite well through that haze. He might have 37 seconds. Fight with growing confidence. E equals MC. That all men are created equal. About the future innovations. And growing strength in the air. This is Finding Your Frequency with your hosts, Jeff Spinard and Ryan Treasure. It's time to speak up, share your voice, and hear from the thought leaders. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another wonderful episode of Finding Your Frequency. I'm your host for the day, Ryan Treasure, and we're coming at you right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. And man, we have a great show lined up for you guys today. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about healthcare and how important that is. And uh, we got a great uh, local Valley resident. You know, I like to talk to the folks right here in our own backyard right here in Phoenix, Arizona. So today we're going to talk to Dr. Martin Newman. He is a longtime Valley resident, founded Destiny Springs Healthcare to help an underserved population. He's been the chief medical officer for Aurora Behavioral Health Systems and saw the need for a world-class facility in the West Valley, embarked on that process of developing Destiny Springs. So I want to welcome to the show, Dr. Martin Newman. Welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it. So, Dr. Newman, you know, uh, I am a, uh, a Valley native. I've been here my whole life. I've traveled the world, traveled the country, and I always find myself loving coming back to Arizona. But, man, how about this nasty August weather we're having right now? I'm waiting for the monsoons to arrive. I haven't seen it yet. And I've been I've been waiting since the end of June. It seems like it's been uh, one of the drier summers here in the Valley as we give, have been accustomed to getting a little bit of rain and some haboobs and some of those uh, wind and, and dust storms. And here we are just uh, baking in the sun. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's pretty amazing. I was uh, just mentioning that uh, last week to somebody, and it's been the driest uh, summer I've seen in quite some time, and I've been here quite some time as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, Dr. Newman, uh, uh, finding your frequency sure. is all about, you know, that that moment, that uh, that time where you decided to, you know, take a leap of faith to go out and go do what you're doing. You know, we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and authors and people who have started their own businesses. And, you know, it takes quite a bit of intestinal fortitude to, you know, step out of your comfort zone and go and, you know, identify like you have um, the need for, you know, the rapidly growing West Valley and some of the things that were needed out there. So I just want to kind of take a step back and, and have you uh, tell your story on how did you find your frequency uh, and, and decide to do what you're doing right now? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, after a period of time being in uh, the medical field, specifically uh, the area of psychiatry and neurology, I understood that there was a tremendous need uh, for uh, treatment of the um, population <clears throat> for mental health disease, which wasn't uh, necessarily being um, uh, you might say, uh, appropriately uh, cared for. So um, I looked around and realized after doing a uh, feasibility study uh, here for the uh, Maricopa County, actually the state of Arizona, I realized that there was a tremendous need that wasn't being fulfilled. So uh, traveling around looking for an appropriate location, I got a lot of support from the city of Surprise out on the west side of Phoenix, of course, 
and uh, decided to uh, establish Destiny Springs Healthcare out in this location, which is just off of Bell Road, not far from Grand, off of Dysart. And um, uh, they did a great job in assisting us, and uh, we've been through our uh, Joint Commission accreditation and was approved for Medicare and Medicaid most recently, and uh, we're looking forward to treating this population and kind of pushing the envelope a little bit uh, uh, the old guard uh, that has been treating uh, this population for quite some time have been resting on their laurels and uh, haven't really stepped up to do the job that I would like to see. So what we did was we integrated everything I think that would be needed to help this population in their care and uh, plugged it all into this facility and uh, off we go. We're doing very well here. We're getting a lot of accolades and a lot of attention, which is a good thing. So I look forward to doing more. That's awesome. I technically, I guess, grew up in the West Valley. Uh, my mom still lives over off of 35th Avenue in Glendale. And, um, you know, luckily for us, we had a really good hospital in uh, uh, in Baptist Hospital over on 19th Avenue. I was actually born at that hospital. Um, and so, you know, but yeah, as, as the as the West Valley started to grow, there was definitely a need for that. Um, why the West Valley above and beyond other parts of the valley? Where did you identify the West Valley having a need for mental health, uh, mental health care like outside of other areas? Well, the, the there's a there's a uh, there appears to be a direction of growth, which is heading uh, north uh, west, uh, the center of the Phoenix metropolitan Maricopa County area seem to be moving in a northern westerly direction and uh, it appears that um, the city of Surprise and the surrounding areas uh, look to be ha- look to be having the most potential um, and the least amount of coverage uh, for the uh, mental health community uh, here in Maricopa County and uh, I, it, I was also surprised at the uh, number of available employees uh, that are out here too. That was one of my bigger concerns was the fact that we may not be able to attract the amount of pl- employees that we would need here. We're gonna be employing somewhere between 200 and 300 people at this facility. But uh, the truth of the matter is, there's a lot of people that are living out here that are professionals in the healthcare industry that really don't like commuting into the city and they would prefer to be out here. So we were able to capitalize on that, and that turned out to be a real savior for us. It was fantastic. Yeah, that's a big point that you make, um, you know, trying to go from, you know, the Northwest Valley into, you know, let's say downtown or, you know, something like that or the Biltmore area for healthcare is it's I mean, that's a long drive, <laughs> um, you know, growing up. In it that, is a long drive <laughs> and you're traveling with yeah. traffic. It's all it's pretty it's pretty intimidating and it can be uh, overwhelming sometimes. I I know that. Uh, um, a lot of people have been very, very happy with uh, the fact that we have uh, moved here, and uh, it's making it very, very convenient for those uh, professionals that live out in this area to only have to travel a few minutes to go to work. Yeah. So we're happy we're here, and so are they. Well, we're joined here with uh, Dr. Martin Newman, uh, the founder of Destiny Springs Healthcare, and I want to kind of broaden the the discussion just a little bit and kind of just... You know, sure. I want to talk about mental health, I guess, as a, as a whole, because it seems to me as I'm you know perusing articles online and looking at the, the, the status of, uh, you know, mental health in America, 
it seems as though to me, and and please correct me if, my, if I'm wrong. I'm sure you have more data on this than I do, uh, but there seems to be a huge. I growing, wouldn't bet on that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. I think there's a huge growing need for mental health, and um, maybe yeah. educate our audience on you know maybe why that has been increasing over years and the importance of proper mental health. Well, I think that it's it's um, uh, coming out of the shadows. Uh, the mental health uh, industry and its specialties has been placed on the uh, back burner uh, for a long, long time in the healthcare industry as a whole. Uh, there's been uh, a lot of the large healthcare networks have looked at mental health issues as uh, being a bit of a nuisance for them only due to um, the economics involved in it. Um, they, the emergency rooms uh, and uh, general med surge floors um, have a very difficult time with throughput. What I mean by that is moving patients in and moving patients out. And the lack of uh, beds that are available for mental health patients is uh, and has been limited for quite some time uh, since the um, obliteration, you might say, of the government subsidized and run uh, mental health institutions. And that's been a good move and also a bad move at the same time. It's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, that meant the private sector had to step up and actually absorb a lot of the uh, mental health issues uh, that were um, uh, dropped uh, when they closed a number of these subsidized hospitals. Uh, there was a tremendous void. And as time went on, uh, they soon realized that they had more problems with throughput because of the fact there were no beds available or hospitals available for acute care patients in the mental health sector. Uh, it's been a long time to try to catch up. And in the process of doing so, the amount of money and investment made uh, to assist this population was limited. Is the major um, healthcare networks only uh, opened up units and small hospitals to help relieve some of the throughput in their emergency rooms and uh, med surge floors. Uh, so basically it was a way station uh, to move patients out um, and they ended up housing them in tiny units and other units in hospitals just for a place to go so they can have uh, room to treat other patients. Uh, the amount of investment was limited. Uh, now, uh, due to all this, uh, we've had some repercussions uh, which has been well publicized and uh, poor screening. This when you say uh, when you say today throughout you, the country, uh, Doctor Newman, when you say repercussions, can you expand on that a little bit? Yeah. Because I think um, it's one thing to sure. say repercussions, and another thing to maybe use an example for the listening audience to kind of wholly understand. Sure, we have um, issues uh, surrounding chronic uh, mental health issues such as uh, schizophrenia. Uh, some of the more uh, complicated and severe uh, mental health diseases. Um, there has been uh, 
as you know, in the uh, media, uh, a lot of people suffering uh, from uh, acute mental health disease that may act uh, impulsively and um, without the appropriate screening uh, that has, should have taken place uh, to help step in front of and stay in front of the curve on some of these uh, events that we have uh, picked up on in, in the news. Yeah. And also the fact that um, there has been uh, increase in suicidality, uh, not only in adults but in teens uh, as well. And even though there has been progress in terms of the psychopharmacology, uh, there is no replacing appropriate screening and appropriate triaging on these patients so that they get a, they get proper properly diagnosed and properly treated. You know, Dr. Uh, Newman, one thing that we, I always think about when, when you talk about being properly uh, screened and, you know, diagnosed and all those things. You know, I, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, and when I was going to high school and I was going to elementary school, I didn't have to deal with um, the repercussions, as you say, of uh, a, a mentally uh, a mental health patient lashing out. Um, that's something that wasn't happening during those times when I was growing up. And so that that's really probably my biggest question is what has changed maybe societal wise that is now paving the way for an increased number of cases of mental health that, you know, when I look back on growing up and looking at things that were in the news, uh, in those times are not the same then as they are now. And what do you think the factors are that have uh, 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 contributed to, to that rise? Well, I don't know. The, 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 there's a couple of things that um, have uh, influenced the surfacing of mental health issues. One of them, of course, is the fact that uh, we have social media. Um, the, the fact that there is, and I, I did a, a short talk not too long ago on the influence of social media on adolescents and uh, young adults. And there's a lot of influence and a lot of misconceptions that are being tossed around in social media constantly that influence those that are more malleable, you might say, to that type of influence. The other thing is, too, is that we have progressed, and the fact that we're coming out of the shadows, there is better screening that is taking place, and we're catching a number of people um, and we are discovering that um, there are other modalities and other treatment processes that we can put into place uh, to help uh, some of these folks. So what I'm saying is basically the fact that uh, there's a lot more media attention, there's also social media influences, um, and the fact that we're doing proper screening is uh, some of the reasons why this is coming to the forefront a little bit more than it used to. I also think people are accepting this a little bit better and are actually reaching out and saying, listen, I'm having a problem. I need to deal with this. So uh, mental health, which has been a kind of a stepchild, you might say, for a long, long time, uh, has now come to the forefront and we need to uh, catch up um, in terms of treatment specialties, modalities, and appropriate screening uh, for those patients that are actually presenting themselves. So I think it's a good thing that we're talking more about it, and I also think it's uh, fabulous that we have uh, facilities such as this one here 
that is actually uh, attending uh, to these patients the way that they should be attended to. Yeah, that's that's really great to hear that making strides in that. Do you think that the mental health and mental health awareness in previous times maybe was seen as, you know, um, socially not acceptable and maybe uh, a, a sure. reasoning why people weren't getting out there and trying to find help, even though that they knew that in themselves that something wasn't quite right, but they didn't want to bring it to the table because earlier in, in our tenure as human beings, it just wasn't socially acceptable. And it's that's true. Uh, there. There's no debate there. Um, I think that it's becoming uh, more apparent that um, these uh, patients uh, can be treated. Um, And I also believe that uh, individuals are becoming more self-sufficient in regards to not only their physical health, but also their mental health and are, are realizing that both uh, are very, very important. So they're attending to both. You'll notice, of course, that there's a lot more things going on in terms of physical fitness. There's changes in regards to diet and health in regards to the type of foods and medications that you take in. And all this is adding up to uh, what am I doing for myself uh, that is healthy and positive, not only in a physical way, but also a uh, mental health uh, fashion as well and they're realizing there's a lot of connections between the body and its intake of appropriate nutrition and exercise that help in areas of soft psychiatric conditions. Now on the other hand there's a lot of uh, very severe psychiatric, psychiatric conditions that need to be dealt with directly and there is no amount of exercise um, or nutrition that can actually assist with that. Now, uh, what I'm saying is is that uh, you still need to be treated, but those other factors also contribute. So I think that generally speaking, we're in a good place and we're heading in a good place. And uh, I think that all the specialties in medicine are coming to realize this as well. And the demand for psychiatric care has exploded to the point where we don't have enough providers or practitioners uh, in the psychiatric world to assist all the patients that actually need assistance. So I'm hoping that there's more of my colleagues that uh, join the ranks uh, that are going through medical school and into their residencies and uh, join us uh, in actually uh, helping this pit, this population as much as we can. That's wonderful. I really love to kind of hear you talk about a, what the current status of mental health is uh, kind of holistically, but then, you know, what you're doing with your small slice of the pie here locally and really working towards getting some additional resources available for the people of the West Valley and, and really appreciate it. So, um, you know, Dr. Newman, what's next for you guys in your practice? Where do you go from here? How do you grow? Where, where, what, are, what are kind of uh, your next steps? Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> I'd like to see three or four more of these facilities in five years, but that's to be seen. Right, right now, I need to get this one off the ground, and uh, we seem to be doing pretty good at this point. We've just, as I mentioned earlier, uh, we got our uh, Joint Commission accreditation uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, we've been approved for uh, Medicare and uh, Medicaid, and uh, we're looking forward to uh, treating 
this population uh, in its uh, and opening our doors nice and wide and assisting all the other healthcare networks in our community to uh, help uh, this population uh, get better and also assist uh, other facilities and companies and organizations in uh, um, helping them with their employees and uh, families. So uh, that's why we're here and uh, I look forward to many years of, uh, of, of doing this out here in uh, Surprise and uh, wherever else we end up planting our flag. Yeah, I live in Levine, and uh, that's another kind of growing community. It's not growing as fast as uh, you know the the Northwest Valley where you guys are at, but even even where we're at, I mean, there's one hospital to service I don't know three hundred thousand or two hundred and fifty thousand residents in the specific area over there in the Southwest Valley, sure. and you know I, I noticed that need too because as we you know I, I see I see so many things being built, you know, sandwich shops and. Auto zones and fries and all of these places to spend money on things, but you know you don't you don't see infrastructure for the most important components, you know roads and healthcare and you know all of those things, which drives me bonkers. Uh, so I'm gonna be voting yes on 105 so they don't bring the light rail farther south, Phoenix, and mess up more than they already have. <laughs> Interesting, yeah, no, you know our catchment area is uh, pretty big actually. As a specialty facility, we're a we're an acute care hospital where we are specialty. Hospital hospital, our catchment area reaches actually uh, quite a distance because the fact we're kind of a destination facility. We'll bring in patients as far uh, north and east as the Four Corners. Oh, wow. uh, We'll head up into, oh yeah, we'll head up into the, uh, way up into the northern Arizona, Colorado, uh, Utah area, and we'll go as far south as, um, as Casa Grande. So, uh, yeah, we, we get a lot of referrals from all over the state, and it's a lot of fun uh, to be able to take care of such a vast uh, community. It's not just within a five-mile radius. We Our reach is way out there, so it's good. It's fun. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's good We're to see that us. your guys' reach is that far. Uh, Doctor Newman, can you yep. give can you give our listeners a, a web destination? You know, maybe where you guys have some resources online where people can learn more about mental health. They can become more aware, um, and then you know, possibly take action if they need to. Sure, sure. They you, you can um, you can uh, find us at destinysprings.com. dot com. And our website's located uh, over there. Uh, or, of course, you can uh, give us a call. We have a dedicated number for our intake and triage. Uh, that is uh, 623-777-7000. Uh, uh, That's our intake phone number. And we also have our general administration number, which is uh, 623-233-3000. And we're here uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. If anybody needs any assistance or would like to chat to someone, you can call our intake uh, department uh, for uh, chat um, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Oh, that's awesome. I did an interview a couple of weeks ago with a woman who uh, she mans the crisis uh, suicide hotline. Uh, and she's also a yeah. men- mental health uh, therapist. And, you know, just what what awesome uh, resources that you have being available 24 seven for people to, you know, call and chat and kind of find out, you know, what's going on with them? Why are they, you know, feeling the way that they're feeling or, you know, behaving a certain way and kind of start the process of getting screened uh, and work towards diagnosis, right? Sure. Absolutely. We're open 24-7. 
So uh, anytime uh, you call intake, uh, there's always people here. We have nurses, we have social workers, we have intake staff and so on. Uh, you can just uh, show on up and show up here after a phone call, set up an appointment. It's quick. Just come on by, sit down, have a chat with you. That's and awesome. we can triage and we can decide whether or not we think uh, outpatient treatment is the way to go. We have 23-hour observation available here. Of course, we have, in, uh, we have intake and inpatient uh, care as well. Uh, we have a lot of resources, and we know the resources that are out in the community, and we can steer you in the right direction. We're happy to help. Well, Dr. Newman, I really appreciate you joining Finding Your Frequency here. And uh, for those of you guys uh, who are maybe catching the tail end of this, uh, rewind it, start from the beginning, listen to uh, our episode today uh, with Dr. Newman. We're talking about mental health uh, with the founder of Destiny Springs Healthcare. I want to give you a big thank you for joining Finding Your Frequency today and telling your story about how you found your frequency uh, and, and you're out there making some good in the world and helping the local community. Uh, kudos to you for what you're doing. Dr. Newman, we really appreciate what you're doing. Thanks. Appreciate that. Thank you for having me on, too. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuned in to Finding Your Frequency right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Make sure you tune in every Friday at 12 o'clock Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern as we go live every week. And then, of course, be on the lookout for our special uh, interviews just like this one with Dr. Newman from Destiny Springs Healthcare. Big shout out to all the listeners. Make sure you share this everywhere. Uh, give us a nice rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast destination. And we'll talk to you next time right here on Finding Your Frequency. Frequency on Voice America.